This episode is brought to you by Bombas. Stay tuned for more information later in the show. Oh, hello. Welcome hey. to the Death Battle cast uh, in a, another new format, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Death Battle cast version 3.0. Works uh, from the board. New sets. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, four new sets. Oh my gosh, the budget we have these days. <laughs> this I completely control. took all the monitors from our set. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, as as always, I'm Ben. I, I'm Ben. I'm the voice of Wiz. I'm Shadow Play Boomstick. <laughs> I'm Josh. I write and edit Death Battle. Uh, I'm Sam. I write and help make Death Battle. Well, the cross pattern thing it, it works whatever <laughs> all right and, and we've got uh, some awesome stuff to talk about today we're going to have a sneak preview of the upcoming death battle episode 125 goro versus goddamn machamp <laughs> it's happening uh and then we've got a, a surprise a little bit for the middle segment what we're going to talk about a, a recent netflix show that sam tipped us all off to uh, that is absolutely buck wild uh his words <laughs> and yep. uh then we'll talk about genos versus bakugo or community death battle at the end of this show and because we are live again um i'll be leaving up to you guys to help pick the next community death battle don't spam the chat just yet don't spam the chat at all honestly but don't don't put in suggestions just yet we will get to that later uh but be thinking in your head right now about what matchups you think would make a good community death battle for later on uh, everyone in the uh, chat's just talking about my hair right now <laughs> yeah i mean we just woke up guys <laughs> Right, we're at home. God, are you? I, uh, I wish I could say that. Kid, man, Chad is just waking up day. every minute of the day because he's yeah. not sleeping. Welcome to having kids. <laughs> yeah, and I needed a haircut before all this thing happened, and I'm not getting one now. And so I don't Same. know. We'll yeah. see. I'm just letting it go wild for while uh, we're in this thing. So we'll see what happens in the future. But yeah. Oh my god! If we're yeah, out for like a month, are you gonna have crazy caveman hair by the end of it? Just like I guess, or the old hair? Are you gonna go back to the old hair? No, I'm not gonna do the old hair. <laughs> like half a do decade a ago, you're, you're, dude, you're about to get back to that length. I mean, you're, you're about close. right there. So. It just depends. It, I think the well, the longest it was was down to my shoulders, but wow, whatever. You guys, if you haven't seen some of the old screw we'll tag videos back in the day. Uh, look up Chad Screw Attack. I'm sure some images. Will come there's up a lot there. of yep. There's there's a lot. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. All right. Well, uh, let's not let's not let, let's go ahead and get straight to it then. The uh, sneak preview for Girl versus Machamp. Let's go ahead and check that out because it's it's yes. awesome. Hmm. And we that was the end of it. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, yeah. There we I'm go. Flipping around. What? You're no Shokan. Be gone from my lair. Macha! Disgusting. A pathetic rot like you wastes our dragon blood.
fuck so yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude, the music for this thing, it, it's, track. it's so dope. It gets better and better as it goes on, getting some of the uh, uh, mix from the Mortal Kombat and, and Pokemon themes mixed in. Aaron did a kick-ass job with it. And, and yes, we did get a voice actor to just do a bunch of Machamp lines. <laughs> Of Thanks, uh, uh, Marissa of, of Sound Cadence. That, that's uh, that's Lucas Shuneman as as Goro. Uh, he was a Joker way back in the day, and uh, Machamp is played by Keston Howard, who I believe was on uh, uh, Captain Falcon versus Johnny Cage. Yeah, so Keston just literally went into the booth and said Machamp like fifty different Never times, more than that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I might post like a clip of some of the stuff that I got back because it's hilarious. Like, because <laughs> it was literally the the way we uh, work with Sound Cadence to record voice actors, we we give a list of different fight efforts um, to go through. Because obviously, being death battle, most of the quote unquote dialogue is grunts and and you're gonna get and, hit. Yeah, 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 things like that. So essentially, what what Keston did was go through the entire efforts list and try to do each one, but also saying Machamp at the same time. So that includes punching, that includes, you know, jumping, but that also includes laughing and things like that. So he has a great one that's just like, ma, 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 champ. Like that kind of thing. Listening to that track though is, is kind of maddening because it's just the same thing over and over and over. Yeah, it's awesome. It's like an I am Groot uh, audition, right? Yeah. Oh my God! Can you imagine sitting there listening to like hundreds of auditions for Groot? <laughs> he did him line over and over. And Vin Diesel did him in every single language too. Like he did his dub in every language for all those movies. Did he really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have to leave. I am Groot. Like it's not going to be that hard, but still, you know. You just got to learn three words in a bunch of different languages. You're good. Yeah, yeah, so good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and and uh, that battle animation uh, is is directed by David Fisher, who's been working on Death Battle for uh, a, a little while now. Uh, two years, he, he came up, yeah, about two years. Um, uh, first joined on when he made the uh, Diva versus Tronbon DBX that aired like half a year or something yeah, after way later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Way> later. yeah. <laughs> But uh, he's doing a fantastic job working with uh, the animation team on that one. And, and every time we, we, we uh, came together to go over a bit of the animation, I don't know. I, could, I can't help but just grin and laugh the entire time I watch this thing because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. So It's fun. Uh, well, we're, we, we did commentary, and one of the things that I said in commentary was like, it's, it's a really good balance of funny and yet also gory. Like... <laughs> Which yeah, is an it's, interesting thing to balance. It's it's, uh, but that's that's the classic like death battle balance that yeah. we do. I mean, going all the way back to Yoshi versus Riptor, this is that kind of fight where we're taking a very serious character, pitting him up against a goddamn Pokemon. So uh, it's definitely going to be uh, a memorable one, and that will be airing this upcoming Sunday uh, for first members on roosterteeth.com, and then Monday uh, on the Death Battle YouTube channel. We're super excited for you guys to check it out. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. And um, as of this episode, we are over halfway through the first half of season seven, which is crazy. Like, it feels like <laughs> we just started. This bi-weekly yeah. thing 
makes it feel like it's going a lot faster than it actually yeah. is. But uh, we will have four more episodes after this. And then, uh, as we've mentioned before, there will be a small break as DBX comes back. And then 10 more episodes of Death Battle will air later on in the year. Which is crazy. <laughs> We're doing more episodes this year than we have in a long time, which is awesome. Probably ever. I don't know if we've ever actually made this many episodes in a single year outside of maybe the very first year when we were making episodes, literally making episodes every two weeks as opposed to just airing them every two weeks, which was nuts. Uh, yeah. Um, so reasonably, we are reasonably making more episodes this year than any other year, <laughs> uh, which is awesome. I don't know. What, what do you guys think of this episode? Oh, yeah, it's a lot it's, of fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's very good. The music <laughs> tracks are wild. Like, the, the track just keeps getting better and better throughout the fight. Um, yeah, but it's just a fun episode in general. It's really good. Yeah, the music track is so awesome. I mean, for Pokemon characters specifically, it's so hard to find good music because the Pokemon music is incredible. It's, like, really hard to live up to. And so when I heard that track, I was like, oh, if I could just use this for the entire rundown. Be incredible. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, and Josh actually uh, wrote and edited this episode. So I think we're going to yeah. have a lot of fun stuff to talk about next week after this airs, but I don't want to get yeah. too into spoilers just yet. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and move on from this. Uh, but again, that airs this weekend or premieres this weekend, this Sunday uh, on Rushdeek.com. So please check it out. We're, we're super hyped to see what you guys think of it. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and just move on to our next segment. What's going on? Before we move on with the show, let's take one second so I can tell you about Bombas. Bombas makes the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. They've literally rethought every little detail about the sock and it turns out it was a good thing. Uh, these guys, like, I mean, like, let's be honest, I'm at my house here because it's quarantine time and I haven't put on shoes in like weeks, but there's one thing that's been keeping my bad toesies nice and cozy and that's some Bombas socks. They're just, I mean, they're just excellent. and they're not just like cozy and just comfortable and great in general. The best thing about Bombas socks is probably the fact that for every pair of socks you buy, Bombas donates a pair to a customer in need, uh, or I shouldn't say customer, just a person in need. And uh, through the generosity of like all the Bombas customers and everybody that's bought socks from before, they've been able to donate 34 million pairs of socks and countings through their nationwide network of 3,000 plus giving partners. I mean, that's huge. Just, you know, like it might seem like a small thing, but socks when you need them are very, very important. Uh, it's something you use every day. And if you didn't have them, like just think how much that would suck. So, you know, shout out to Bombas for helping so many people get some good, good socks. And that impact is more powerful than ever to those experiencing homelessness. And you know, which if you've ever been to Austin, Texas, it's a real big issue to anyone who lives here. So, you know, shout out to Bombas for that. Uh, give a pair when you buy your first pair and get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com slash cast. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash cast for 20% off your first purchase. Bombas.com slash cast. So go there, get some socks, and help somebody who needs some socks. On with the show. What is going on? What's happening? Well, a whole lot of stuff inside the house, that's for damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, TV watching, that kind of shit. I don't know if you can see my so, Yeah, little, so we've uh, all been little... probably binging some shows since we've been home this whole time, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Little, little Sam, I've been playing a you... lot of WoW. 
Of course you have. Of course you have. Yeah. Are you playing WoW right now, Chad? I'm not. Okay. <laughs> Last <laughs> week, we totally found Last out that week he was def- during the recording. Definitely was. Uh, <laughs> this week, not. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, but but earlier this week, uh, Sam, you you kind of tipped us off to a certain show that you thought we should all be watching. Yeah, the motherfucking Tiger King, the, Tiger one of the King. most buck wild shows I've seen in ages. Like, absolutely insane. Um, so y'all started watching it, right? Yeah, I, I, I finished watching, watching it last night. <laughs> so well, for those I, of I, you I, watching right now who haven't seen this show sam do you want to give a, a a brief little overview of what it is yeah it's a show about the tiger king which is this guy joe exotic <laughs> in oklahoma who like owns like a big cat zoo and it, you, you at first you think like okay cool it's just like you know a show about a weird hillbilly that owns a zoo and then it just goes straight off the fucking rails like almost immediately Really, by episode three, you find out that like they're involved in all sorts of weird pseudo crimes, and nothing's on the up and up. And then like you start figuring out that like there's these other cares in it, like Carol Baskins, who's like a cat activist, but her shit isn't like her shit does not smell like roses either. So it is. <laughs> I is mean, w- it covers a lot of different people who are in the big cat business or were. Yeah, laws have changed over the years. This is this is a show that. W- like it took them five the the two people who made it it took them five years to shoot everything, and yeah. fortunately the main guy Joe Exotic actually two of them both Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin both have like online shows so they have been recording footage of themselves for like over a decade so there's yeah. tons of footage from so many years to go through and to use in this. Well, yeah, and that's one of the things that Sam said when he was telling us all to go watch it. He's just blown away about how much footage actually exists uh, that they yeah. like they reference stuff, and that like especially because the dude Joe Exotic, I guess, just always filmed everything that he did. Like it's crazy. They yes. they had some of the most menial crap like filmed. He just always had somebody there, that, and he was like, "Hey, make sure just film this." And like there was his like number one like, goal. Like, his number one goal was to make a reality show. Yeah, or at yeah, least at first it was. Chad, you, you haven't gotten to the later episodes. His goals yeah. skyrocket at a well, certain they point. Keep, they keep changing. I mean, he even started. He's just like, yeah, he like, you know, he wanted to own big cats. And then it was like, oh, well, and then he was, he's, he's traveling around. He's traveling around to malls, right? And then it's like, he introduced magic into his shows. And now he's doing <laughs> magic with cats. And then he was like, no, I'm going to own a shitload of cats and let people pet the kittens. And then like, yeah. it's like, it, it's, 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 I mean, I insane. Like, this is Wait, a, this so, isn't that much of a spoiler because I think some people have heard of this guy, but they don't really know what we're talking about. You have heard of him, even if you have no yeah. idea what the cat stuff yeah. is like, because he ran for president. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you get to yeah. that part in the show, and then he runs for like because that's how much footage they have. Like everything, the first three episodes is like from like 2015, and then 2016 comes around, and he runs for president, and then in 2018 he runs for governor of Oklahoma and he gets like third place and it's like it's it just keeps getting more wild yeah. and like the way it's happening is crazy, it's crazy. and then oh but my it's, god it's, it's not just him there are multiple big cat people involved and one of them is literally a drug lord so that's how far <laughs> this goes like his family oh yeah that's yeah 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 smuggle cocaine in Mario snakes it's crazy yeah. which is nuts which i've heard about before no. but like seeing footage of it actually in action is weird <laughs> so what's interesting yeah. about that dude is 
like I told April, I was like, I've never seen someone talk about doing illegal shit so casually. Like, because yeah. this guy already got arrested and done his time. So he's just like, I mean, yeah, just like straight out the gate. was just, He just was talking about all this, like, oh, very highly illegal shit. Yeah, just like, literally, I mean, he's like, I didn't cut the federal agent's head off. I mean, I was there, so what's the difference? It's already happened, but still. And you're just like, what guy? Hold on. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, and he was like, yeah, we used a circular saw. Just cut his head off. Like, And I was like, what the fuck? Like, that sounds so dangerous. <laughs> I mean, it probably helps his case that it was his, I think it was his father who did all the, like, real, who ran the whole thing. Um, and he yeah. never appears <laughs> in an interview. Uh, so he probably got off a lot easier being just the son who was falling around. But that's but, one of the things yeah, that makes this so wild. interesting. It's like the the person that this series is focused on is already this crazy out there, wild, eccentric personality. And you would think going into it that you're like, I mean, obviously that's why this show exists. It's this guy. It's around his personality. And that's what they're going for. And yet there are so many other characters that are still, you're oh like, what? And, like, and Chad, you're only a couple episodes in. You haven't even met everyone yet. Yeah, oh, I there know. There are new like, people co- coming. Right. Co- co- there, there's a person in about episode four or five. I can't remember when he shows up. Um, yeah. Uh, who changes everything and he's... He changes uh, everything! <laughs> he is... Uh, he, I don't know. Like, on one yeah. hand, he, he seems like he's the most legitimate person there, but on the other hand, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he's, like, the craziest person there. Well, that's uh, also the other thing, too. Like, everybody they interview, you're every single person, you're just like... Like, why are you <laughs> like? Okay, yeah. on that, it was so funny because for some reason I didn't click into my brain, but I think that's because I'm already just like was baffled by all this wild shit. So when they show up, so when this other guy comes to chime in about his time uh, with Joe Exotic, he's sitting in his living room, but he's completely shirtless, covered in tattoos. Yeah, and I think he only has about like five Crazy. teeth. Uh, but, three, man. Three, well, three on the top. Uh, I assume there were oh, yeah, more yeah, yeah. back there. Yeah. John? But, yeah, or whatever. The guy with like but, one tooth in the front of his mouth? Yeah. <laughs> Serious April just, problems. April reached over, put her hand on mine in bed, and then, like, so I turned and looked at her, and she looks at me, and she goes, he chose to be represented that way. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, of course. He's in his living room. They went to go interview him, and he was like, oh, should I put on something nice? Nah, fuck it. Like, I'll just do this interview <laughs> for this TV show shirtless. There's a guy later that does that, too. It's just... So, like in in like not to spoil too much but his husbands get progressively crazier <laughs> it is wild yeah yeah, yeah. well okay and uh, speaking of that so so that's already a thing right but then up and he's his mentor is this dude named doc or whatever i can't remember his name doc who, yeah doc Annal, who he got into big cat stuff because he was like a super hippie and found this like guru and this commune. And it was all about like wild cats running around. So he then got into that and became this like, I don't know, weird harem Lord where like he, he's now grooming has women. This, he's grooming women. He, right. Like, right now, like where he has this reservation and people can go, you know, obviously and apply to work there or to intern there. And he'll, but he would like, He's just like straight up is like no problem being like, yeah, you know, like all of my wives, I like, you know, had them. They wanted to come out and work, you know, originally. And then they, I got them when they were young or so something like really fucked up. He's like, yeah, yeah, my apprentices. apprentices. Uh, I got them when they were like 17. And then, yeah, now they've been with me for a while, you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, he like, 
it's it's just insane to me like the way the 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 turns this show takes and all these people coming and just how like just conversationally they're admitting to some really weird and fucked up shit <laughs> yeah yeah it is like and i'm not gonna hate on a guy for like trying to get a harem together it's just the manner he goes about <laughs> doing it like literally manipulating them from youth makes me think like he's like the worst person in this whole show like i mean other people are like get into murder and shit later it's like i don't know if that's as bad but like this guy's yeah like, it's alleged really weird it's alleged really weird later the way he <laughs> talks about it he's yeah. just like like for him there's nothing wrong with like recruiting 17 no, year old women and grooming them into his crazy harem there they have really big houses now so like i mean <laughs> they have big houses but the talking about the working conditions are horrible yeah they work like 13 hour days and they don't get paid anything and shit like it's i think wild. they were paid yeah. like a hundred dollars a week is what they yeah. said that point. was that was joe's zoo oh god gotcha. paid a hundred dollars yeah. a week no i don't the, believe the, the lady yeah, the lady from that like left Doc Antles talks about how they were paid like it's a hundred hundred fifty dollars a week for working I like that was less than eighty hours. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, none of these people are paid Maybe a whole lot. They their meals come from expired meat off of a Walmart truck. That's yeah. supposed Nuts. to be like that's how they feed the lions and tigers and stuff, but they get like first pick of the expired meat. That's what, what they the eat. Fuck? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I this just talk, and I'm only a couple episodes in. Like there's a part with Travis that I'm not gonna try and spoil, but I think everybody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. That is oh, yeah. like, literally like when you see that other dude's face when Travis does what he does in this episode, like I I was like my I had the same face. Like I was just like oh, 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 oh my god. Oh, yeah, man. TV? Like the fact that that shit even happens is just it's, it's so crazy. fucking crazy. Yeah, it's super messed up. Yeah, like, like by the end of it, the most fucked up lies. And sadly, there's some people on the Joe Exotic farm. By the end of it, you're like, that person says like they're a good person. They just want to like help big cats and like hang out with yeah. animals. Yeah. Like, oh, the long haired yeah. dude. Yeah, long haired yeah, dude. I think long haired dude is that guy's my yeah. favorite because like when you first talk to him, you're like, wow, you seem like you're pretty crazy. And then you just like you hear all this other shit, and sometimes they'll cut back to him, and, for, and he'll just have like some whiners like. Yeah, man, that shit was fucking crazy. You know, or something like that. There's a moment where it cuts to him and he's like, Yeah, uh, Joe is doing some wild shit. And like, I don't want to, I don't want to be too, I wanna, I don't remember what he says specifically, but he's like, I don't want to humble brag or anything, but like, thank God I was there, is what he said. And, and I believe him. Yeah. <laughs> like, out oh, yeah. of all the people there, he's the most confident seeming. Um, yeah. he was, he, it, he's the one who was like, I don't know, he just like really needed a job. <laughs> that was it. He didn't know anything about guys. Like, I think yeah, he just like, I just needed a later. job. I thought it was cool. Yeah, they, there they, were tigers. They, they yeah, talk they about, talk it, about a it later. later. Now. Like he Go recruits ahead. people by like there'll be like somebody like th- somebody will come to him and be like, hey, somebody showed up on the bus yesterday and they're just sitting outside the bus stop still. Like today, they clearly have like no life and nowhere to go. And then he'll go recruit that person. Like that's how he gets new employees. Is essentially just yeah, going. People- and getting like destitute people, which isn't the worst thing in the world. He's like giving a lot yeah. of people, like you know, it's like, oh, you're a prisoner that can't find a job, you can work here, and you know, like, his very motivation weird. for it, I think, is questionable. Uh, I think, cause... I think, his motivation in the beginning is not questionable. By the end of the show, he's like an absolute like his moral compass is span around, and he's a monster. But oh, he's super <laughs> yeah. fucked up. But like, 
uh, I can't remember which employee mentions it, but they, they say like his, his um, mantra for hiring these people is because he believes that if they have nothing in their lives, then they will dedicate themselves to this and they will be the best employees they can. And that's kind of, he's not quite setting up the same kind of cult as Doc is, but that is <laughs> but a cult mindset. From. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's definitely uh, a cult mindset. And that's, that's fucked up. <laughs> it's insane. You guys should watch it. It's definitely something to do. Uh, what's up? Even watch his presidential campaign commercials. <laughs> the yeah. Oh, the music videos. The music oh, videos. God, the music videos. He's also a singer, by the way. We didn't mention that. Uh, that not, not as bad as you'd expect him to be. No, yeah, as far as a vocalist, like when he started singing, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, he can sing. No, I, don't, I, don't <laughs> believe, I don't believe it at all. I think that's somebody else's voice. Yeah, it doesn't seem like his voice. <laughs> I don't think I do not think that's his voice. I don't think that's I, his voice. I no, no, no. It's gotta be. He he's clearly too self-centered to let somebody else do the voice. Like he's one of those people uh, who think that they are the best person on earth and they want to share all their talents. And unlike a lot of those kinds of people, he actually does have some talents, which is <laughs> crazy. <laughs> but one of the best things, I don't know how it happens, but so I don't know if you're there yet, Chad, but you've met Saf, the lady that only has one arm. I think so, it's happened yeah, which is two. wild that that's it. They were like, hey, so like, yeah, your hand got pretty fucked up. And like it's gonna take like multiple reconstructive surgeries, but we can two probably get it back. Surgery. Two years, yeah, yeah, two years of reconstructive surgeries, or we can amputate it. And she's like, ah, cut it off. And she's like, whatever. God. I work with somebody who lost both their legs, so I didn't see it was a big deal. I was back at work that week, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but she wanted to be back at work, so it wasn't like a. But anyways, whenever that happens, they I don't know how it fucking happens, but they switch to a shot of Joe. And then he's wearing like a medical advisor's jacket with like the medical emblem on the back and like patches and stuff. And I'm like, how did he get this med staff jacket? Like <laughs> the, the fact that how much attention Joe pays to his fit is like ridiculous. Like there's an episode where he's going on a date and he walks into his hallway and he's got like 17 brown jackets that look almost identical. And he's like, hmm. Yep. Hmm. And I'm just like, dude, they're all the same jacket. What is this man doing? <laughs> he's just so insane. It's it's such a good show. They all yeah. have fringe I, on them, and he's already wearing something with fringe on it. Just fringe on fringe. <laughs> yeah. I, I do I do take a little bit of an issue with how he is portrayed. Um, I, I think this, this series relies a little too much on shock value, especially in episode three. Like, episode three, I don't want to get too far into it because Chad hasn't watched it yet. But essentially, without any evidence whatsoever... The, this episode tries to convince you that a person committed murder. I wouldn't like, say it's without any evidence. Like, there's is. no evidence. It's just hearsay. It's just people saying things. Yeah, it I think is that's just the point, hearsay. though. Like, those people believe it that strongly, and they're trying to show sure. you, like, that's that's how strongly they believe this without any evidence. Absolutely, yeah, well, uh, and that's well, fine. Well, me... But they don't. They they focus so so much on that particular part of the story and they have like one person talk in defense of of the person who supposedly committed the murder and even that defense is kind of wishy-washy so it's it's a really one-sided argument is what i'm saying and by the end yeah. of the episode it's very easy to just say like oh yeah they totally did it even though in actuality you have not been presented with any evidence no you've not been presented with any evidence but the way they do it because it's like the person that was murdered 
they're like, oh, this person murdered this person. And then you're like, oh, I don't know. There's no evidence. And then like Joe is like, yeah, fed him to a tiger, of course. And then you're like, yeah, whatever. Joe Exotic's crazy. And then they go to the murdered person's like lawyer, best friend, workers, and family. And they're all like, yeah, they murdered him. Totally murdered. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit, what? I thought it was Joe's crazy conspiracy theory. But like, she's just like, no, they murdered him. They, they murdered yeah. him. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, but again, those people were very close oh. to the person who was murdered. So yeah, of course they would say that. Yeah. yeah. And then they're, that's yeah, what I'm they, getting they, at. Yeah, of course they would. Of course they would. And it's like, it doesn't look good for the murdered claimed person because it's like, <laughs> oh, and their brother is the sheriff. So of course that, yeah. Like, yeah. like it just, yeah. and like, that person, I, I want to be clear that person is obviously not all 100% right in the head themselves. Like, oh, yeah. personally, I think that they're the, the most put together person in the whole show. But at the same time, in order to even be in this business, you gotta be a little crazy, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. the show is definitely not like it's it's not cut to be the most like informative documentary. It's cut to be the most no, entertaining. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah absolutely. And it does a damn good job. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah very well. <laughs> yes, it does. But by the end of it, Joe is the good guy, which I take issue with. Uh, is he? <laughs> I think so. Wait, I think wait, they wait, really wait, try wait, to argue wait, for that. I don't think so. Good? I don't think they do at all. Like, I don't think <laughs> they make him be a good guy at all. I think they make We're, Joe's staff out to be the good guys. In Joe, oh, to be for sure. I, I'm talking about in comparison to everybody else. Um, they they try to set it up so that like there's literally a whole section about how he was set up and he never actually did any of this. Like, yeah, the, they try to make him out to be a sort of hero among crazy people mm. that's what i got from it at least and i think right. i think that's a little weird and crazy but uh, you know everybody can have their own opinion <laughs> well let's see well i'll, I'll keep watching and then I'll, we can maybe yeah, we'll get an update for you but i will too. say yeah. i will say man a couple of times like when it was like the cats like and if they're if they're either being mistreated or like when they showed the, them getting fed and like they were all like freaking out like because there was actual food like and i was like well they're excited she's like tigers don't act like that they must be stuck she like a couple times she like looked over and she's like i don't know if i can watch this show oh. and she felt so sad for all the cats yeah and it, which made me uh which makes me think of um the time sam were you there when i had her watch the protector yeah I with the elephant were. yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Dude. when they throw it so, yeah dude oh my god so uh, Sam and I are big fans of Tony Jaa. We found Ung Bak and we're like, this is fucking amazing, right? And so then, you know, we found out about The Protector. So I, I, we watched The Protector and we're like, that movie fucking claps. So I was like, hey, babe, like, you remember when we watched Ung Bak? She's like, yeah. And I was like, hey, there's, there's another Tony Jaa movie you should watch called The Protector. I think you'd like it. She's like, oh, okay, great. And I just totally spaced on this part where then they go, like, first they walk into the, like, exotic animal restaurant where, like, all the exotic animals are being served to people for food. And she didn't like that. And then there's the part where the two wrestlers throw a baby elephant through a window. Yeah. <laughs> she turns and looks at me with like tears welling in her eyes. And she goes, why did you think I would like this? Yep. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that part. <laughs> Yo, but when uh, they throw that elephant, like, knowing it's a prop <laughs> elephant and everything, it's funny as fuck. Like, it is really... Like, they're just like these wrestlers. They're just like... Okay. 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 Like, 
So, I'm seeing a lot of people in the chat uh, say that they they didn't get here or they got here a little late uh, and didn't see the <laughs> preview. So I was thinking we might just show the sneak peek one more time before we move into the next segment. You guys cool with that? Yeah, sure. T- Tiger sure. King sandwich. Sneak peek. Tiger yeah. King. Yeah. Sneak peek. In between. So <laughs> hey, let's go ahead and... Let's go ahead and bring sure. up the Goro versus Machamp uh, sneak peek. There are no time. rules. We're all stuck at home. Let's do okay. it. Play it again. <laughs> Machamp. What? You're no Shokan. Be gone from my lair. Machamp! Disgusting. A pathetic rod like you wastes our dragon blood! There we go. Uh, thanks, you guys, for the chat. Very happy. That Tiger Tiger King. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's go ahead and move on to the community death battle. What are we doing? Genos versus Bakugo. That's right. <laughs> uh, okay. So as always with the community death battle, we leave it up to you guys to let us know who you think should win and why using hashtag death cast on Twitter. Uh, so we should have an answer for Genos first that we can bring up. Elgar Savalier says uh, Genos parted clouds with dual blade rush, which would need a force equivalent to a nuke. So he can definitely make a bigger boom. And we know the students can be cut out. Uh, sorry. We know the students can be cut by ordinary blades as seen uh, in the fight with stain. Uh, Genos can also go past Mach 100 speeds. The kid can Baku go fuck himself. <laughs> Way to go. Oh, jeez. have layers. This one was very interesting, and this might spoil a little bit of where the poll might go. There was two answers for Bakugo in the 60-something comments when I pulled them out. One... You might be good to save that for yeah. after we get to the poll. <laughs> yeah. when, when well, let's was, go ahead and bring up the answer for yeah. Bakugo then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? Genos, thy name. What is this? L's my game. That's literally the best argument they had for Bakugo. All right. That is. Is that even for? Yeah, that's for Bakugo. That's the right one. Like it is literally. There is one that was not English, so I didn't think that would help. And then there was one that was like seemed like pretty significant spoilers from the movie, and it was like I don't want to use that answer. So what? what? So there's that one. <laughs> Awesome. Nobody like yeah. It, that's how that fight is. <laughs> so if y'all want to vote, no, I'm just gonna say it. the community death bell's really gone downhill since Sam started producing death bell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how are we supposed to even make a, a general possible argument for Bakugo? I vote for the he's voiced, uh, he's voiced for by Bakugo. Cliff Chapin uh, for the American version, and uh, Cliff's a really fucking awesome dude. There you go. So <laughs> how about that? <laughs> Oh, there, yeah, no. I mean, I'm afraid with this one, the thing is there isn't much of an argument. Okay, well, real quick, uh, as I mentioned at the Gee, beginning I guess of I'll vote the cast, at yeah. the, as I mentioned at the beginning of the cast, we will be taking a new suggestion from the chat. 
So go ahead and let us know who you think should be in the next community death battle in the chat. Please do not spam. If you spam I, uh, oh, it's a, already... an idea, I will not take it. Yeah, it's already filling up, but that's why I wanted to clarify. Don't, please don't spam. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so does is there any possible argument for Bakugo then? Probably I mean, not. there's arguments. There's like, hey, look, he's like, you know, the best thing is he does a thing in the movie that uh, if you go to the versus forms and everything, they all call it island level. And that's like his biggest feat is this thing from the movie that I don't necessarily want to talk about for people who haven't seen the movie because it's rather new. new. Um, but yeah, that's that's okay. where we get pretty much. Um, Great. Genos it is. <laughs> Yarp. Well, I do think Genos is going to have the speed advantage for sure. And if we yeah. just kind of say that he's got the power of the of a nuke, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I would be very surprised if Bakugo could reach those levels. Yeah, at least right now. Who knows? I think MHA's yeah, I mean, been going for a while. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, almost certainly. That thing seems one of the one out. of the reasons one of the reasons why the first my hero character we brought into death battle is all might is because we know that these characters we talked a little bit about this i think one or two weeks ago the the my hero kids are definitely characters that are building up in power and so bringing them into a death battle right now might i don't know it depends on the character some characters are probably in a pretty good uh, position right now to bring into death battle but others like maybe deku for example He's still like developing quirks and things like that. So mm, might want to wait a little bit if we can. I don't know. It's always a little up in the air how we want to balance that. But yeah, uh, I mean, Bakugo might be one of those. This, they're uh, at like Dragon right now. You know, like they need the Z to come in and then they'll be really cool. I saw a fun <laughs> suggestion, but I don't know if I'm going to do it because I think, I think uh, well, it, let's, was, uh, let's it was keep fine. Keep finish that. your thing and then I'll tell you. Keep that uh, on the tip of your tongue. Let's go ahead and bring up the poll. Because as always, it's up to you guys to vote. Well, guess what? Genos nice. wins with 69%. Nice. <laughs> what? Uh, Never would have seen that coming. <laughs> oh, man. What an upset. Way to build up the drama, Sam. You keep, kept us on no our problem, toes Doug. the whole time. No <laughs> <laughs> Professional entertainment right here. I don't know. I mean, I just, I'm not going to, like... Uh what's the word deceive about it that's just the way she go it's you know that was the reality <laughs> sure <laughs> all right chad uh what, what was the idea well i saw a suggestion that i want to bounce off you guys uh but i have a feeling i think it'll be too one-sided but i like the matchup and that was uh peter parker spider-man uh versus ladybug from marvelous have you guys do you know who that is yes i do not it's a children's show yes actually that Carolina. was one of that's one of the um, suggestions that I had written down before uh, when we weren't potentially doing this live. That was going to be one of the ones that I was like, yeah, let's go ahead and do this one. Because I, th- I think that could be interesting. Spider Sense uh, Ladybug, is broken, though. So Spider Sense is broken, but <laughs> Ladybug has a specific context-sensitive ability she can yes, use she every does. day. I know, and that context-sensitive thing can just answer any problem. But I believe she can only do it once. I believe. I don't know. I've only seen a little bit of the so. show. So there well, might there be was more to there it. was an episode where she had to go back and she had to travel through time because she was fighting a time traveler. And then at one point there were two of her, <laughs> and then they, <laughs> so then the other one got to use it. I don't know. It's it was wild. We could also do Cat Noir versus Catwoman. <laughs> 
Cat Noir is basically her tuxedo mask. He's a dude who wears a cat suit. Yeah. Is it Jellicle? No. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, you like that? Let's. Uh, Subori in the chat says, "Big oof, ladybug is like planet level. Planet level. <laughs> she can blow up a planet, can't she? I don't. I don't know about wow. that. <laughs> uh, but okay." Um, let's go ahead and do that. Spider-Man versus Miraculous Ladybug. Because I've seen that somebody, requested quite a bit. Also, somebody asked if I really had two sets of DK bongos behind me. You're damn right I do. How are you supposed <laughs> to play multiplayer? Games there too. Come on. Exactly. Yeah, you got to do multiplayer. There's a Dreamcast fight stick down there too. There's my. I still have that Knights for the Sega Saturn with the controller. That's never been opened. I managed to find that. That was fun. And I got a bunch is of that like a... books over there and anime and stuff. What is that Knights? box is that like a collector's edition thing so knights when it came out because it was like one of the first games that was like the way the controls were it was really hard they felt it was hard to play on a d-pad and they wanted you to play right. on an analog stick so they pack they made the controller the saturn controller with an analog stick and then they packaged it with knights that's right that's right yeah. that's so cool <laughs> All right. Well, uh, the next community death battle. Do you remember who suggested it? Do you remember who suggested it? It went by so fast, unfortunately. Whoever suggested uh, Ladybug versus uh, Spider-Man. Well, people in the chat are saying it sounds fun. So let's go ahead and do it. Yeah. So the... the Yeah, Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Best Spider-Man, basically. Peter Parker, Spider-Man versus Miraculous Ladybug. Uh, Let us know who you think should win and why using hashtag death battle cast on twitter um you can give us uh whatever answer you'd like we'll we'll read off some of the best ones hopefully sam uh next episode uh, and <laughs> i then, should be uh, i should see if Lindsay has time to pop in next episode maybe if, if, even if it's only for the community death battle she's a really big fan of ladybug sure that be that'd be great is this part of the show, like is it actually good for adults too um it's it's i mean if you're gonna watch the show with your kid it's pretty good yeah, if you're gonna watch a show with your kid, it's solid. Like, I mean, it's 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 the same. It's thing an that interesting. Like, it's the, the repeatable format show, right? Of evil. Like, there's this evil guy that wants to like take over the world, and he has these things. It's it's a lot like kind of like reboot, I guess. Also like Power Rangers, right? Evil it's person Rangers wants to take. Really it's, little kids. It's, yeah, like oh, Power and really then, little kids. Here's the cool thing about it. At least for me, I, I was interested in it because it's a French show, and so it's a 3D French show dubbed to English, which. I don't know. It was really fascinating to me. I wanted to see how they did that, and it works really well. Um, but it, it's it's a really well made show. But it's definitely no. As an adult, like it'd take a very specific kind of person who's into that sort of thing um, to to really enjoy it for long periods of time, um, which is not a problem at all. But it it's a really I mean, decent animation for like a little kid show. Yeah, it's it's, it's a fun show to check out. Uh, all right, so yeah, let us know who you think should win. We'll have a poll up at the end of the week on the Death Battle Twitter, and we'll cover that next week's show. And uh, looks like this new setup seemed to work pretty well, so I guess we'll continue doing this. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. yeah. Thanks to everybody who set this up. Yeah. Thank you, broadcast. You all yeah. are wonderful. Which would be better right, than Shane you guys. in this Yes. And thank you guys uh, watching for tuning in. Yeah. We win. Yeah. Fade us to black whenever you want. Bye. Oh, bye. I guess guess we're done. (laughs) We're done.